good to see everybody. Hope you're doing good. I'm going to hop right into this tonight. This is from this uh, from The Hill. It's a tweet from The Hill. Can you put that up for me? There you go. Just want this to get on everybody's radar so that you see it. There it is. New York launches first vaccine passport. It's not really that it's our, well, yeah, the, the article's correct. I said it wrong. Launches the nation's first vaccine passport. Can you bring it back to me? And I just want to say this to everybody out there. You know, it's shocking to me that the Church of Jesus Christ, you have all these Christian leaders. I'm going to do my best tonight because I've been dropping names uh, left and right. And I'm going to continue to, but I don't need to beat a dead horse. But the, it's amazing to me that the big Christian names out there, and you can name one right after another. And I want you to think about all the big-name Christians. I'm talking about pastors, evangelists, authors, speakers, whatever they're vocation or calling may be, I want you to think about and ask yourself, where are they on this whole COVID frontier? You know, you may be like, Tom, we've heard this from you before. I know, but you know what? I started saying this in March of last year. We're now, I believe, 382 days into 15 days to flatten the curve. And where are all the big name Christian leaders stepping up and and saying what is absolutely true about COVID? That it's a lie, not you know, not the disease itself. You know, I understand that it, that COVID nineteen has killed a certain amount of people. I get it. The flu kills thirty to eighty thousand per year in the United States, and COVID has killed no more than that. But anyway, where are they all at? And it's truly amazing to me. Put that uh, tweet back up, Tom, for me. The first one from the Hill. There you go. It's truly amazing to me. This is a national publication. Many people see it. Where are the Christians on New York launches the nation's first vaccine passport? Okay, back to me. So let me, I mean, where are they at speaking about Revelation chapter 13, 16 through 18? People may say something that's happened before. This may have, no, I want you to ask yourself in this lifetime, I'm 52, in my 52 years, I have never ever seen a vaccine passport. By the way, it's called the Excelsior Pass. In, in, in Israel, it's called the Green Pass. Denmark has one. China has one too called the Green Pass. And many other nations, including Canada, are partnering. They're, they're, they're talking with their G7 partners about vaccine passports also. So I, I'm just amazed. I'm, where, where are they? I so much want to name a whole bunch, a litany of names. Where are they at exactly? Where are all, where are all these, these absolutely just stalwarts of Christianity? I know where Rodney Howard Brown is, never closed his church and got arrested. There's a few others around that did that. You know, I'll give credit where credit is due for some that sort of opened. I'm mean, Even that, I, I really just, you know what, I can't give any credit. I was trying to be nice, but I just, I don't, I feel it in my spirit. I cannot give credit to compromisers. And I just wonder, as, as headlines come out, and that's from today. Headlines come out about an Excelsior Pass in, in one of the most populous, in the fourth largest state in the union, that there's no Christians that come out and speak about it. I haven't seen anybody speak about it outside of Rodney Hour Brown, outside of Jonathan Shuttlesworth. Maybe there's, I don't see any others. I, I'm trying to think of other names. Everybody else just does the, the, the typical bended knee, butt-kissing, boot-licking, grab-your-ankles verbiage that everybody else is, you know, we're just, you know, we're, we're, 
we want to open safely. And, you know, we, we thought it was a, you know, we closed our church down until we figured out what it was. And, and, you know, right now we're just trying to, you know, keep everybody safe. We have our mass services, our unmasked services, our, our mask sections for the people who want to be masked the entire time, whatever it may be. There's still church, many, many churches that have still yet not opened on day 382 of 15 days to flatten the curve. They speak the world's verbiage, the world's verbiage. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Where is everybody? You see, you see the book of Revelation unfolding before your very eyes. The nation's first vaccine passport. You're not going to be able to go in building A, but you can go in building B. So building A and building B are available to the people who have taken the vaccine. But for those of us who haven't, only building A or B is available to us. Revelation chapter 13, 16 through 18. And he, the beast, causes all, both great and small, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their forehead or on their right hand, and that none may buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the number of his name or the name of the beast or the number of his name. I, I, it truly, truly rivets my spirit to see the church in America. I'm not surprised. I'm just riveted. I'm really not surprised. I'm not shocked. I'm bothered. The church of Jesus Christ can't see. They're like, so Tom, are you saying that the vaccine is the mark of the beast? I have never said that. What I have said is you might want to look at biblical prophecy unfolding before your very eyes as the skids are greased for the mark of the beast. This is just the beginning. Bill Gates is working overtime on digital platforms IBM is committed to the IBM is committed to digital passports. You think that it'll you think it'll end with paper and by the way, what it is is a, what is it called? A QR code? Am I getting that right guys? A QR code on your phone. You think there can be a QR code that's called a digital tattoo put on your right hand or your forehead? Think that might come next? I mean, come on, wake up. And everybody, listen, you need to like and share this video. If you're afraid that you're going to offend your lukewarm Christian friends, you ought not to be friends with them anyway. You're unequally yoked. Like and share this video. Like and share this. Get this out to as many as you can. Here's the article from The Hill. New York has become the first state to launch a vaccine passport that can be used to get into certain venues. You, they can, The vaccine passport people can get in. You can't. Called an Excelsior Pass, the passport will be available on a phone app in the form of a QR code that can be scanned to prove the owner has been valid. Don't let that, don't let that bother you at all. COVID caving Christians. COVID caving church. COVID caving clergy. Don't let that bother you at all. This, this doesn't, does this sound familiar to you at all? Is there a siren song, an echo in your mind of scripture? Or have you been in a non-biblical church for so long, you don't even know the Bible anymore? You just go to churches where it's all about, let's do this together. Don't do life alone. Let's get you on our growth track. Is that what, is that, maybe you've been so churchized that you just don't get this. 
Judgment Day will come regardless of whether you go to a Bible-thumping church or you go to a let's-do-life-together kind of church. The app in the form of QR code that can be scanned to prove the owner has been vaccinated. USA Today report on Friday. Governor Andrew Cuomo, that was yesterday, by the way. Governor Andrew Cuomo is is reportedly expected to announce the new initiative on Friday. The pass will be used at entertainment uh, venues and can allow for increased crowd sizes for events such as when, oh, oh, thank you. We're allowed to have crowds again. Thank you, Cuomo. Thank you, Monarch King Cuomo. Not only, not only is he a quintessential baby butcher, he's a butcher of the elderly too. Same as Wretched Witless, same as Phil Murphy, same as um, Tom Wolfe, same as Gavin Newsom. Other countries, including Denmark, have already begun implementing this. Oh, you know, no, there's nothing happening here. This just couldn't have anything to do with Bible prophecy, super quarantine, COVID caving Christian mom. Nothing at all. Don't worry about it. Just bake some more cookies on day 382 of 15 days to fly. Just bake some more cookies. You know there's people still quarantining right now? Clowns. The app for New York is being funded. Get ready now. By the state and was built on, listen to this, IBM's digital health pass platform. Nothing to see here, folks. Don't you worry Jesus isn't coming back soon. Don't worry about Bible prophecy unfolding right before your eyes. Just get back in the minivan with your fruit roll-ups and your snacks for the kids all day and just get the soccer practice. Don't you worry. Save the human face tweet. The bees aren't even hiding it anymore. The WEF is telling us that they are in control. Not that he's talking about Boris, the prime minister of, of England, creepy Joe Biden, or any other stooges. Klaus Barbie, that's Klaus Schwab, and Bill Gates now rule the world. Play the video for me. back to me. I mean, the World Economic Forum itself, the International Monetary Fund, the Great Reset, they don't sound in any way book of revelation in any way, do they? But this is all about a disease. You st- Listen, if you're a Christian and you still believe that, your pride is going before your own destruction because you know the truth. You're just too prideful to repent. You're too prideful to say, you know, in a case like me, where my church, we stayed open and you left, any church, I don't whether it's mine or anyone else in the world, and you left it because of Romans 13 
or because you're being a community partner and a good neighbor and love thy neighbor by closing my church like they closed down the local strip club. If you know now that this is this is this response to COVID-19 has been a complete new world order hoax, World Economic Forum. I mean, could it sound any more book of revelation? New World Order, World Economic Forum, International Monetary Fund. Great reset. If you're still sticking with, oh, you know, we're just trying to save lives. Look at my virtue by wearing a mask that does nothing. Even Christians who are vaccinated are wearing the mask around for what? Truly amazing. If you're not, if you're not turned from your wicked ways yet, and uh, Tom, are you saying that, you know, our COVID mitigations, they were wicked? Yep. That's exactly what I'm saying. It is wicked to wear a lie around your face that does absolutely nothing. It was wicked, pastors, for you to close your ministries and close your churches. It was wickedness. And you know it is. Now, I mean, how could it be anything else? I mean, if it flies around like a duck, quacks like a duck, swims around in a pond like a duck, and flies south for the winter like a duck, it's a duck. This was meant to control people and to grease the skids for the entry of the beast, the mark of the beast, and the new world order. And you know it now. You're just suppressing it into your spirit. You're suppressing it down deep into the furthest reaches of your soul so you don't have to face the fact that you were wrong for the last 382 days. You cannot allow the damage of, uh, you cannot allow it, the, the correct opinion the correct the 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 truth you cannot allow the truth to damage your reality of you're such a virtuous person look at us we closed we closed our churches we created food pantries to feed the hungry that we caused to be hungry look at us look how virtuous we are we did the zoom meetings we stayed separate from one another and we save lives oh really then why then the death count go down and I'm not talking about the COVID death count, which is a complete farce created by the CDC's own inner workings of reversing the first and second line on death certificates. I won't get into that tonight because I do it just about every show. But we save, you didn't save squat. The same amount of people died in 2020 as did in 19. And that's an absolute fact. Truth. Bloomberg business pick. Put that up there for me, Tom. There we go. The vax, this is Bloomberg Business Week right here. One of the, this is, Bloomberg is probably the largest media outfit on the planet. Michael Bloomberg owns it, multi, multi, multi billionaire in the realm of Bezos. Look at what he puts out. The vaccine passport, back to me. But don't you worry. Credit to Dan Bongino on the don't you worry. Don't you worry your little heart. It's got nothing to do Nothing to do with the book of Revelation. Don't even worry. Don't even read Revelation 13, 16 through 18. Don't, don't worry about Revelation 13, 18. It talks about wisdom is knowing the, mum, the number of the beast, which is 666. And, and don't be looking for 666. 666 means the number of a man. It's going to be man's technology. It's going to be them knocking on your door and saying, hey, we got your vaccine passport ready for you. But here's the thing. There's just a little caveat now. It's no longer on your phone. You have to put it on your forehead or on your right hand. Maybe it won't be vaccine passport, you know, because I said they're greeting, they're just greasing the skids. It'll be an overall vaccination passport, health card. It'll have to do with climate change to keep you safe from climate change. Just watch. 
I'll read this to you. It's a rebel. This isn't for you, Tom. It's just a read. Rebel News tweet. This is Justin Trudeau. The absolute epitome of beta male liberal capitulation to the CCP, namely for himself. He says, we are certainly working on the idea of vaccine passports with our G7 partners. But don't you worry. That's just the now the United States and Canada, Israel, Denmark, China. I'm sure Great Britain will never go to it, right? Because they, they've really held the line. They're closed completely down right now. You think we got it bad? You want to feel good about where you live? Let alone, unless you live in California, New York, or New Jersey, or Michigan. You want to feel good about where you live? Just tune in. Just watch the news in Canada. Canada, look at me now, is gone. Great Britain, gone. Australia's holding on, holding on by a thread because of places like Sky News here. And let's get into the summit. Let's get into the Biden section of the show. We'll be flipping back and forth. Biden, COVID, Democrats, other idiocy. You're like Tom. Why do you have, why do you, you know why do you talk about idiocy? Because you need to know. You need to know where your country is, and you need to see the capitulation and the collaboration and the cooperation, another CCC, of the COVID-caving church that should have stood up from day one. I never closed this church. I never will close this church. We never mitigated. We never social distanced. We never alcohol gelled ourselves. Nothing. Zero. Zero. Because the response has been a complete hoax. But let's move on to Biden for just a minute. This is from Sky News Australia. This is one of the reasons why they are hanging on. This is entitled Weekend at Biden's. Play it for me. The current crop of political leaders, both here and abroad. Unfortunately, we can't say the same for the United States political administration, which is starting to resemble the movie Weekend at Bernie's. You may recall that film involved a couple of losers pretending their dead boss was actually still alive so that they could enjoy his beach house and his enormously uh, you know, extravagant lifestyle for the whole weekend. So now we have the weekend at Biden's. This fall, get ready for a presidential candidate unlike any other. I think we're good. This is the reality show where the Democrats put up a barely cogent candidate for president just so that they could enjoy the spoils of office for four years. And of course, it features an all-star cast of the politically semi-lucid, headlined by Joe Biden himself. But he's ably supported, I have to say, by crazy Nancy Pelosi and the hapless Chuck Schumer. The character of the manipulating, unlovable loser belongs to the cackling Kamala Harris. Okay, I'll go. Stage, but yeah. Now, as befits the Democrats, the plot is pretty simple. A trio of near octogenarians. Oh, that reminds me. Happy 80th birthday today, Nancy Pelosi. They seize control of the most powerful nation in the world while not having any idea what they're doing. All the while, their radical understudy plots to seize power for herself. It's incredible, huh? Now, the star of the show, Joe Biden, walks and talks. But the walking is a bit worrying, while the talking is often total gibberish. 
on politics like prevailing and pre look i guess i'm, I'm getting i'm, I'm t taking too much time play the radio make sure the television the, excuse me make sure you have the record player on at night the, the, the phone make sure the kids hear words you if it holds near and dear to you that you uh um like to be able to anyway I'm, we're going to get a lot done. In a strange twist, uh, this main star has to ask his carer slash wife where he is when he wakes up most mornings. I get up in the morning and look at Jill and say, where the hell are we? And of course, that's not the only question arising from this True to Life mockumentary. The audience are left spellbound and asking how Biden, after spending his entire adult life in Congress, earning the inflation-adjusted equivalent of just $200,000 per year, came to own multiple houses and accrue enormous family wealth. Now, whatever canny investing Biden did to afford a lifestyle where his family can afford to abandon laptops in repair shops and enjoy regular jaunts to China and the Ukraine, it seems to be contagious. Because his sidekick, Crazy Nancy, uses her substantial wealth to hoard ice cream in a $24,000 freezer. This is something you can get through the mail. Other people in our family go for some other flavors, but chocolate, and then we have some other chocolate here. Unfortunately, Nancy's ice cream prepping fetish induces a form of weekend post-binge brain, brain freeze from which she seems unable to escape. Out of your quiver, you're not ruling anything out. Good morning, Sunday morning. The, uh, the, we have a responsibility. We take an oath to protect and defend the Constitution. Of course, there are three characters in this, in this uh, performance, and the third is Chucky e. Schumer, who, fortunately for us, is relegated to a bit part because he let people know that there's a bit more than mere politics on his mind. There will be a trial, and when that trial ends, <laughs> senators will have to decide if they believe Donald John, Donald John Trump incited the erection, insurrection. It's meant to be rated PG after all. But anyway, behind this lacklustre trio is cackling Kamala, who seemingly can only laugh hysterically at any question actually directed her way. Now, of course, that makes her the most lucid character in the entire script. It's unclear when the president or vice president will take a trip south. Not today. <laughs> not funny to border state senators. That is not compassionate. That is not giving a damn. Now, given the cast, the plot of Weekend at Biden's makes some all too predictable twists and turns. Children are kept in cages, unarmed invaders flood into the United States, while trillions of dollars in printed money is dropped from helicopters and fuels price rises in fuel, foodstuffs and other necessities. All right, back to me. And despite... Pretty much sums it up there at the end. Here's a Ted Cruz tweet. These are the pictures... The Biden administration doesn't want the American people to see. This is why they won't allow the press. There's no press allowed to this day. You may have seen the senators go down. 18 of them went down to the southern border. No press was allowed. Not one. They were Fox News wanted to embed. ABC wanted to embed. Nah. This is the CPB. I mean, the CBP facility. 
in Donna, Texas. This is a humanitarian humanitarian and public health crisis. Let's go through the photos so you can see them really well. That those are people. Their picture their faces have been blurred as necessary. This is the Biden compassion. BC Biden compassion. Where are all the celebrities? Go to the next one. Where are all the celebrities and the boohoo compassionate Democrats? Just a year ago, just two years ago, just two and a half, three years ago, they were all crying. Kids in cages. You know, you had AOC down there in all white outfit balling her brains out. There's the cage for the kids right there, little babies. Look, there you go. Oh, is this better than than chain link fence? Plastic? That's better. I'd rather have the chain link. At least you can breathe. You can bring it back to me for just a second. I, I'm just wondering, where's all the compassion? I'm, I'll start with the church because I'm a 1 Peter 4.17 guy. Judgment begins at the house of the Lord. I remember lots of Christians. You know, the skinny jeans wearing, capitulating ankle grabbers that closed their churches at the first sign of COVID, at the first little mumbling of Anthony Fauci. Yes, sir. Oh, yes, Fauci will close. Those those guys, they did their sermons whenever the Democrats put out their fake propaganda from 2014 pictures that had nothing to do with Donald Trump. And I got to see idiot Christians say things like, uh, let's build a bigger table than a bigger wall. Yeah, that. Uh, well, why aren't you opening up your own home then, clown show? Why aren't you opening up your own home, you hypocrite? Cast out the beam out of thine own eye. Then shalt thou see clearly to cast out the moat out of thy brother's eye. Matthew chapter 7, verse 5. Try the Bible. But I'm just wondering where the celebrities are, where the skinny jeans wearing pastors, latte sucking, open shirt pastors with their medallions on. Where are you at now with your compassion? Where's it at? Oh, was that just playing to the Democrats in your church, the baby butchers that you want to continue to fill your pews? You, you're butt-kissing and boot-licking them. Is that why you don't say anything now? You coward. You coward. You're a coward, Pastor. You're a coward. Politicians, who, th- this allegedly was horrible during, during Donald Trump, so why is it not horrible now? Because you know the most that Donald Trump ever had with kids in cages was around 3,000. How many are there now? 17 to 18,000 with a thousand people in one day across the, the border this Thursday. Where are you at? Where are you at, compassionate Christians? Where are you at, Pastor Love? I don't get it. Where are you at? Where are you at, compassionate Democrats? I went a, a back and forth on Facebook with a teacher that I went to, that a teacher that taught at the high school that I went to, back and forth, back and forth. She's crying, and, and even a relative, my they're crying about the compassion. They're fine with yanking babies out of the womb, piece by bloody piece, to the tune of 60 million per year worldwide, 2 million per year in the United States alone. But they're, you know, they're fine with that. But they don't want a kid having to wait for his family to come pick him up inside of some sort of cage with a cot. I think he'd rather be alive. My way, everybody lives. My way, everybody lives. How about yours? And don't think so. All right, John Solomon tweet. Ted Cruz speaking. Cartels, human smugglers are taunting Border Patrol as they enter illegally. So basically across the Rio Grande, you've got the cartels, the coyotes mocking our Border Patrol. Bring it back to me for just one second. Let me ask you this. Did you ever hear about anybody mocking anybody during the Trump administration? Is there, is there a little bit of a difference in leadership? But at least you got, you know what? All, you know, all the, the I'm trying to leave names out tonight, <laughs> compromising Christian women, the never Trump women out there, 
Christian women, and they teach their lukewarm Bible studies about their oppression and victimhood instead of victory in Jesus. Don't never let Romans 8.38 get in the way of your oppression and your victimhood. Never, never let 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, ever, you know, we're always caused to try and get in the way of your victimhood. But I just wonder now, is you happy now? Crime going through the roof? You have Kim Jong-un who refuses to even, a nuclear power, refuses to even, or potential nuclear power, refuses to even answer the phone as he mocks Biden. Putin mocks Biden. Xi Jinping is actively mocking Biden and gearing up his military, possibly for an invasion of Taiwan, of which the Americans have done multiple war games, and we've lost every one. But we're developing maternity flight suits, and we're rooting out extremism in our ranks. Well, that's important. I don't think the Chinese are worried about maternity flight suits, female soldier hairstyles, or rooting out extremism. Oh, yeah, there's been so much extremism in the United States military. Look at all the headlines. Haven't you seen them your whole life? Oh, where are they, Tom? They're not there. Of course, never there. Just like all the alleged white supremacist nationalist violence. Where? Where? The January 6th, a, an insurrection with no firearms and no injuries on anybody else's side except the protesters? Whoops. But at least, at least lukewarm soccer mom Christian and lukewarm soccer dad Christian, at least Donald and beta male Christians, at least Donald Trump's not sending out his mean, treat, his mean tweets anymore. Being ridiculed and mocked throughout the entire world, but at least the mean tweets are gone. Here's Ted Cruz at the border. Play for me. So it's past midnight. I'm standing on the shore of the Rio Grande. The water is right behind me. I'm down the Texas border, along with 18 senators. We made the trip to see the crisis that is playing out. We've already gone to detention facilities that are overrun, many of them with families, small children. We saw multiple mothers who were nursing infant babies who had just crossed over and were being housed in outdoor holding pens where they were sleeping on the floor and nursing their babies. We're at the edge of the river on the other side of the river is Mexico. The other side of the river we have been listening to and seeing cartel members, human traffickers, right on the other side of the river, waving flashlights, yelling and taunting Americans, taunting the Border Patrol, because they know that under the current policy of the Biden administration, they can flood over here. They're getting paid four or $5,000 a person to smuggle them into this country. And our policies, when they smuggle them in, the Biden administration releases them, and more and more and more. Last month, 100,000 people came across the border illegally. We've got 15,000 kids in federal government custody. This is a humanitarian crisis. It's a public health crisis. The illegal immigrants who are being released, they're testing positive for COVID-19 at a seven times higher rate than the American population. And it's a national security crisis. And it's time for the Biden administration to put an end to it and stop sanctioning lawless chaos on our southern border. But at least the mean tweets are over. Yeah, we got that going. Marjorie Taylor Greene tweet. Joe Biden intentionally and purposely implemented policies that allowed this to happen. There's a reason he won't allow the fake news media in. Impeach Biden. Here's the video of the pictures I showed you earlier. Play for me. There you go. There, Biden compassion. There it is, the Democratic Party compassion. 
Down with the chain link fences, up with the plastic no breathe bubbles. Allegedly, they're so scared of COVID and everybody in there is testing seven times more likely positive for COVID than the average American population. They're scared to death of COVID. It was all about a disease, right? There you go. There's your compassionate Democratic Party. There you go. Let's flip, flip the camera. Let's go the other way. The compassion of the Democrat. Look at all the room in there. How would you like to live like that? This is the Democratic Party. It always reveals itself. They claim compassion as they butcher the unborn. And when they're given the opportunity at compassion with living human beings, they put them in their plastic little cages, just like this. I mean, you're talking 40 times, 50 times worse than Donald Trump ever did. Congratulations, Democratic Party. I challenge any Democrat, bring it back to me. I challenge any Democrat to justify that. Go ahead, bring it on, justify it. You know what? You cannot do it. You never will be able to. Just say it out loud. I am a freaking hypocrite. Say it out loud. It's cleansing for the soul. Breitbart News tweet. Finish the wall, Steve Dades. We stopped building the wall. Here's the interesting thing. Look for the signs that they show you. They actually put in signs that point you to where to go. They took down the wall, and the Biden administration had signs put in to show the illegal immigrants how to cross the border. Play it for me. So we're just uh, here on the U.S.-Mexico border. Again, here's an example of a sign. They've literally put down the ground here. We've stopped building the wall and said now we have to put signs up to direct the illegals to where to go to get apprehended and processed. <laughs> That's what that sign's all about because the river is literally right down here. We're at the river. We're it's at the Rio Grande here. <laughs> Back and standing right here by the center yeah. of Texas. So we got Ted Cruz right here. Right there. You can see Mexico. All right. If you can see where the... Right on the other side of the river is Mexico. And here I'm over there, yeah. yeah. That's Mexico. Yep. So <laughs> the, they'll bring illegals across here in a raft. Well, you then, can see, look at the people waving the flashlights. Right there. What are they doing? They're getting ready to cross. Right there. So straight across. Yeah. You can bring it back to me. So there you go, night and day, 24-7, 100,000 people a month, 700 people a day, something along those lines. I can't remember, 700 kids a day, something along those lines. Parents are sending their kids unaccompanied from the ages of like 5 to 17, unaccompanied all the way through one country after another, all because of Joseph Robinette Biden. And look at the conditions that they live in. All right, CNN Politics tweet. The number of migrant children in federal custody, get ready now, jumps by nearly 1,000 in one day. Hey, listen, bring it back to me. What day was that? Um, that would be Thursday of this week. <laughs> Thursday of this week. The, migra the illegal migrant population and detention facilities went up 1,000 in a day, in a day. All right, now I entitled the section of this show, Police Bullcrap. I'm using all my Christian cuss words, bullcrap, freaking, whatever, whatever else. This is an Ian Miles uh, Chong tweet. They murdered an Uber Eats driver. And bring it back to me for just one second. Now, if you're watching this with any little kids, there is a... This is very violent. This is a tough video to watch, so I just warn you on this. Law enforcement for 25 years straight, and you know this kind of stuff was more normal for me. It may not be super normal for you. This is a brutal video, and I'm showing it to make a point. I'll try to, no, I'm not gonna be able to spare you for much of this, because you gotta see it, play it for me. Hey, yeah. Cold 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 Cold. Cold. Dead pimps. 
They're stealing his car. These kids are stealing his car. The 13-year-old girl and a 15-year-old girl stealing this guy's car. They're using a taser to do it. This guy's only got about another 10 seconds to live. He's dead in a minute here. They killed this guy. She's stealing their car. She's stealing the car. Yeah, we called the cops. Call the cops. This is Washington, D.C., the nation's capital. Good job, Muriel Bowser. Congratulations. Just keep trying to get statehood while your crime rate goes through the roof and everybody's leaving and all your businesses are boarded up, boarded up or vandalized. Great job, Muriel Bowser, mayor of D.C. It's been called. It's been called. They stole the car. These girls stole the car. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. See the National Guard there? The girls are coming out. She's tried to steal the car. There's suspect one. Suspect two is over there in the orange. Two black females. There's the guy who's dead on the ground. You hear what she just said? My phone is in there. My phone is in there. All right, bring it back to me. You don't need to keep seeing it. My, that was her concern. The man, the dead man that she just killed is laying on the ground. Laying on the ground. And she says, my phone's in there. Now, I want to I bring this up to you. And I, go ahead, everyone, just go ahead and send me all, all your messages, because I know there's some clown shows that are watching right now, some trolls that are watching. Go ahead. Call me a racist. I don't care. Is that white supremacy? Is, is that white supremacy? The three shooters, the mass shooting that nobody's talking about that just occurred in Virginia Beach, Virginia, uh, were any of them white? Nah. Absolutely not. How about right there? Is that white supremacy? Where's the outcry? Ian Miles Chong writes, that could, could have been your dad. I like the part he's writing. I like the part where one of them is complaining about how her phone is still in the car of a man she and her pal murdered. He's laying right there. She doesn't even try to render aid. She's not calling an ambulance. She's doing nothing. Don't hand me their 13 and 15. Tell me when you were 13 or 15. Did you behave like this? This is part of the godless Democratic Party installed culture inside the black inside of black communities. Destroyed by Planned Parenthood, destroyed by welfare and the New Deal. The welfare state, of which in 19 in 1964, about 20% of black families were fatherless. Now it's over 75%. That's what it produces. And it's about white supremacy. Our, our, nation, our national military is shut down because Lloyd Austin, the defense secretary, says we got to root out uh, extremism. How about that extremism? They used a taser to steal the man's car, wrecked the car, and murdered him. Ian Miles Sean continues, thank God the National Guard and the police disempowered from actually enforcing law were on scene to do absolutely nothing. But take a statement from the two murderers and then inform the man's family of his passing. Remember who the real victims are. The two black girls who were driven by white supremacy. This is, this is the mocking. Remember who the real victims are, according to Lloyd Austin, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Al Sharpton. The real victims are the two black girls who, who were driven by white supremacy and capitalism to steal a man's car and murder him. Yeah, they're the real victims, right? 
not the Pakistani immigrant who's in here digging it out, grinding it out, and making a living for himself until he's murdered on the streets of Muriel Bowser's Washington, D.C., the, the clown that's habitually in front of Congress saying, we need more representation. We want to be a state. We want congressmen. We want two senators. How about, how about dealing with the murder rate that is through the roof in your city as you defund the police? There's nobody around. There's no police. You're defunding the police. L.A. County right now is refunding. You know, L.A. County last summer, last summer defunded the police. Guess what they're doing now? Refunding the police, $36 million. You know why? Because their murder and violent crime rate is through the roof. That's why. Look at this video. Uh, from Another video from Ian Miles Chong, an Asian woman is assaulted and robbed. And this is in the Democratic Party hub, just like Washington, D.C., Democratic Party hub. Basically, if you want violent crime, homelessness, human feces on the street mixed with needles, go find a city, a wonderful city that's been governed by the Democrats for decades. This being one, this is, by the way, this is where Nancy Pelosi's from. This is where Adam Schiff is from. Let's see, who else do we got coming from that area? I, I can't think of anybody else right now. There's, there's others. Kam oh, Kamala Harris is from. This is all their district. Congratulations. Play the video for me. How would you like to live there? She's having her purse stolen. Tries to hang on. Can't do it. You know, you can bring it back to me. What they've done in, in, in San Francisco... You know what they do? People actually leave, purposely leave their car doors unlocked so that people can just go into their cars instead of smashing their windows. Democratic Party. And the, you, what, you're like, Tom, you're a pastor of a church. You're not a politician. Uh, you should, as a pastor, be speaking life and reason and truth into your culture, not capitulating to it in the name of love. That's not love. You actually need to look at 1 Corinthians chapter 13, 4 through 8. Actually read it. Instead of forming your own version of love. You know what love is for most Christians? An excuse to say and do nothing. Because it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable not to wear a mask. I might offend the mask wearers. Take them, tell them to take their masks on, lube them up, and shove them up their rear end. That will get their attention. And by the way, that's loving. Because that's the truth. They're more useful up their rear end than over their mouth. Cambry Tweet. Los Angeles County to increase police funding. There you go. $36 million due to seeing a large spike in crime after defunding the police. Woke liberals were wrong again. Color me not shocked. Amen, Cambry. All right. Uh, Rita Paha Panahi tweet. Absolutely pathetic. Police watch. Do we get that video? Time to get a video with this? Okay, cool. Police watch on as protesters break the law by but spring into action. when. A, okay, remember now. Let me just set this up for everybody. They are illegally blocking the road. They do not have a permit. They're illegally there. The police are watching. This guy gets out of his car because he's sick of it. And watch what happens. Play it for me. Sick of it. Road's blocked. I got things to do. I've got a job to get to. Okay, so they were there illegally long before. Here come the cops. Great job. Remember the title, Police Bullcrap Section. What are you doing? What are you doing? Cop right here, 25 years. Who should have gotten arrested? The people blocking the road. 
But the cops are, I'm not, I'm not justifying it. You know what you need? Everybody's motivation. I've, I've said this before, but you need to hear it again. Everybody's motivation in this day and age is I can't lose my job. You need to lose it for what's right. A, a right-wing cop like me for 25 years, 1992 to 2017 straight, 25 years in a day, I was a cop just like those guys, street-level cop, just like them. Dealt with a myriad of horrendous, horrible situations and lots of good ones too. But if it means losing your job to do what's right, what are you going to do? Follow, you're going to be like the Gestapo? You're going to be like, you know, the brown shirts? You're going to be like uh, Mao Zedong soldiers? You're going to be like Stalin soldiers? Mussolini's? Nicolas Maduro down in Venezuela? You're going to keep enforcing laws that you know are wrong? I mean, what were they thinking? What is going on there? What did that man do wrong? He didn't do anything wrong. He's doing their job. He's unblocking the street, which is their job, but they're afraid to do it because if they do, they got people that are shooting them on video and they're going to be on the news and they're afraid to lose their jobs. It's more politically correct to arrest the conservative doing your job for you. Tom, are you anti-cop? No, I love the cops. I was one, but I hate unconstitutional capitulating butt-kissing, boot-licking action. Those cops are acting that way because they don't want to lose their jobs and they want to be politically correct and they don't want to be attacked by the mainstream media. Media. They probably have a liberal, liptard mayor who will cut them loose. Listen, let them cut you loose and sue their rear end off. You'll walk away a millionaire. All right, Grace Tweet. And I want you to remember something as we watch this video. Absolute, absolute power corrupts absolutely. The police have been given unfettered power because of COVID. Arresting people for not social distancing. Arresting people for not masking. Arresting people for not quarantining. Please retweet, she says, my friend has just been arrested for literally shaking his head at the police van. Play it for me. He did nothing. No, he Don't you okay, shake bro. your head at us. Don't you shake your head at us. We've been given absolute power for 382 days, and this is what it does. What the fuck did he do? See, now that's the thing. And again, I have plenty of bona fides. I was a cop 25 years. It hasn't been that long. I just retired three years ago. Making an arrest because someone shook their head at you? Absolute power. When you've been given these clowns power to arrest people because they broke a COVID curfew that you have to be inside at 10 o'clock because COVID activates at 10.01. You've given them that power now for 382 days to 15 days to flatten the curve. It's in their head. They're becoming the Gestapo. They're just like the FBI here in the United States, which are simply brown shirts for the Democratic Party. It's as simple as that. By the way, that was Greater Manchester PD. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Andy No tweet. Radical activists from Extinction Rebellion, whatever libtard clown show that is, have shut down a bridge entrance on Morrison Bridge in Portland, Oregon. Of course, Portland, Portland habitually run for decades by the Democratic Party. They parked a boat in the middle of the road and broke the law. And, you know, obviously the cops aren't going to come and do anything. Maybe the guy with the cutoff T-shirt will come and do stuff. Maybe he'll come and move the boat and have chained themselves there. Play it for me. There we go. How'd you like that? Trying to get to work. Got a job to get to. Got to feed the wife. Got to feed the kids. Nah, we're going to park a, a green boat in your way and put a sign up about climate change and act like a bunch of idiots that we are. Climate action now, the sign says. Yeah, take your climate action, shove it right up your rear end. All right, R Rob Schmidt tweet. 
All right, history shows this always works and never leads to an escalation of crime and lower quality of life. Baltimore will no longer prosecute drug possession, prostitution, or low-level crimes. And remember, you bring it back to me, the woman who's dragged down the road, that's exactly the path. The woman that was the Asian woman just dragged. But I, I don't, I'm sure it was white, a white supremacist in that car that was dragging that Asian woman along the road. That's exactly the same path San Francisco does. San Francisco doesn't prosecute drug possession. They don't prosecute vehicle burglaries. They don't prosecute vandalism. Why would anybody live here? Get out. Get out. We need parallel society. I don't care. I'm not living with these people. I will not live under the rule and reign of someone like Keisha Bottoms in Atlanta or London Breed in San Francisco. Those are the mayors of Atlanta and San Francisco. I will not live under those people. Eric Garcetti in Los, in, in Los Angeles. No, thank you. I will not live in California. I was born in California. I would never live there. Get out of there. And I'm telling you, cops, What's it called, my buddy? Uh, retired, I'm going to pull it up here. A retired uh, Nassau County detective friend of mine sent me this article. It says, New York becomes the first city in the U.S. to end qualified immunity for police officers. Bye-bye, New York. The cops are, they're all going to leave now. They're all, they're all going to go. <laughs> Qual- you know what qualified immunity is? It means like if you're out there and you arrest somebody and they struggle away and bash their own teeth out on the curb, you have qualified immunity. You have, you have, unless you're basically trying to hurt somebody, you have qualified immunity. That's gone now. So a person can come up afterward and say, you know what? You arresting me, when you said, you, you know, you read me my rights, or you, you arrested me, that hurt my feelings and now I'm sunk into depression. I'm going to sue you for $10 million. They have no more immunity to any of that anymore. Good luck. Good luck getting cops in New York. Absolutely phenomenal job. Bill de Blasio and Andrew Cuomo. Absolutely. I mean, Andrew Cuomo is very busy with all of his harassing he has to do and killing the unborn and killing older people. So I'm sure he doesn't even know this has happened. But good luck. Good luck having cops. And I'm going to tell you, I warn everybody out there, cops, if you lose your qualified immunity, you need to find a different line of work or you need to go get a cop shop job somewhere else. John Cordillo tweet. Booking, booking pics of those arrested for anti-Asian attacks in New York City. I won't cuss because I never cuss. Darn white supremacists. Blow the video for me. Anyone believes that they were victimized and recognized as someone in these photos to please call NYC. Freeze it right there, Tom. Boom. There's the white supremacist problem in New York City. That those are the ones that have been caught for Asian attacks. Uh, let's see who's who's the white supremacist in here. And yet all the new laws and the rooting out of terrorists. And the rooting out of extremism in the military is aimed at who exactly? Aimed at who? Hey, bring it back to me. Just keep that frozen and keep it ready to go. I want you to remember something. The number one killer of white people in murders is white people. The number one killer of black people in black murders is black people. The number one killer of Hispanics in Hispanic murders is Hispanics. The number one killer of Asians in, in Asian murders are black people. Facts. FBI, UCR statistics, please look it up. Any of you grifters, any of you trolls, look it up. 2018, UCR, FBI statistics. Play the video for me. 1-800-577-TIPS. We are also seeking to bring to justice in cases where suspects are still being sought 
Daggum white supremacists. You can see here in videos and photographs. Again, we need help from the public in solving these cases with our continuing work. Daggum white supremacists. And community forums. Asian violence by the white supremacists again. We will together. That, that's the problem. Crimes. The NYPD. Got to find the Ku Klux Klan members waltzing around the streets of NYC. There's another there, white supremacist. You commit a hate crime. Committing we hate crimes against the Asian community. There's another white supremacist right there in his polo shirt, knocking the camera out of somebody's hands. Look at that white supremacist. All right, Kyle Becker tweet. More white supremacists running amok. At least seven people have been shot in Philadelphia's Northern Liberties neighborhood, and one suspect is in custody. No further details. Daggum white supremacists. Now, let's look at this real quick. Uh, it, it's, uh, did I give you the... Do we have the video from Philly, Tommy? No, we oh, okay, I didn't get it to you. That's my fault. Uh, see if I got this other stuff. No, I don't. Okay, let's go. Raheem Kassam tweet. There we go. These are the people telling you to hate white men. <laughs> I love it. You have Don Lamont, Ilan Omar, AOC. That's Don Lamont with his uh, husband. And then you got Kamala Harris with her white husband. Don Lamont with his white husband and AOC with her white boyfriend, Ilhan Omar with her white husband. She's not married to her brother anymore. That's her next husband. She divorced her brother and married that guy. That's an absolute fact, by the way. So these are the people that are telling you to hate all white men. So Tom, are you a racist? You're talking a lot about being what about whiteness and about whites being falsely accused. Truth is truth. If a black person's falsely accused, I'll talk about that. Whatever it is. But when you're saying that white nationalism and white supremacy is running amok and all sorts of crimes, where? Where are they? Name them. Name it. All the suspects. I didn't have time. I'll try to get it up for Thursday. But all the suspects, there was a mass shooting of 10 people shot in Virginia Beach, Virginia. All three suspects, black. Where where exactly is all this white supremacy? I mean, it's the same thing with COVID deaths. Where exactly are they? Where exactly are I haven't seen any, I have not seen any, uh, you know, back in the, uh, with the uh, bubonic plague that had people come through the streets ringing bells, where are, bring out your dead, bring out your dead. None of that ever happened. Well, Tom, there are 546,000 people have died of COVID. Then why didn't we have any, any substantive increase in deaths from 2020 to 20, from 2019 to 2020? Why is it that the exact same amount of people died in 2020 as 2019? About 2.9 to 3 million. Why? How can we have 500,000 extra deaths? Well, well, flu disappeared, heart attacks disappeared, cancer disappeared, strokes disappeared, uh, pneumonia disappeared. It all has to do with the CDC's implementation. They changed the law in March. You can look it up. National file. 16, uh, the, the death count is 1,600% off. It's 1,600% overkill. No pun intended. They're off by 60, they're over, the overage is by 1,600%. That 546,000 is off by 1,600%, which what you can do is simple math is take 546,000 and figure out what a, a 6% of that is, and it's about 40 to 50,000. That's the facts. That's why there's been no substantive increase in, in deaths from, from 19 to 20. Nothing. 2019, 2020. Because what the CDC did in March of 2020 was reverse line one and line two on all death certificates. Line one used to be number one cause of death. Line one 
was comorbidities and pre-existing conditions. So if someone had lung cancer and they had two weeks to live and they developed pneumonia, what killed them? The lung cancer killed them, line one. So that the pre-existing condition goes on line one. Line two would be pneumonia, uh, something that contributed to the death. What they did was reverse that. That that rule went from 2003 to 2020. The CDC in March, funny how this works. So funny how it works. How all this works. All these people committing crimes with masks on, can't tell who it is. Funny how all, all this works. It's just, you know, it's just so coincidental. But anyway, so in March, lo and behold, March of 2020, the CDC, after 17 freaking years, 17 years, suddenly they changed the law where you have the contributing factor, like the flu, like COVID, goes to line one and pre-existing. So people, pre-existing conditions go to line two. So people are in hospice with only a month to live. They get a nasal swab for COVID, still die of the lung cancer that they had. And what goes down, what goes down on line one now? COVID-19. That was what the CDC did under Robert Redfield. Facts. Jack Posobiec tweet, USA Today fires, get this now, bigot editor who falsely claimed Boulder shooting, which was... What's Al Isa? That was the last. That was the last name of the Boulder shooter, Islamic extremist. Al Isa, U.S. This is what she said, and get what her title is. Her title is race and inclusion editor. So they USA Today fires its bigoted race and inclusion editor who falsely claimed Boulder shooter was an angry white man. See, they will try to get you to bow. And that's what the military leaders are doing. A lot of them are raised up through Obama. They're hacks. I mean, the generals are all hacks. They will try to get you to bow. That's why I don't strap masks on. I will never bow to these idiots. I will not become an idiot to please the idiots. If you're locked down and you're wearing a mask, and I'm not talking about when you have to wear a mask because some store makes you wear it. I'm talking about you're wearing it because you think it's virtuous and that you're saving lives and that it actually blocks COVID from coming out of you or in you. It does nothing. Graph after graph after graph after graph shows they do absolutely nothing. But never let the facts get in the way of what you believe. And it's just truly a shame. John Cordillo tweet. How many Americans have been murdered because the diversity diversity and inclusion FBI ignored people on their radar? El Isa, the shooter in Boulder, bring it back to me, in Boulder, was already known by the FBI. He was already known. They did nothing. But, you know, they're very, very busy hunting down women who have MAGA hats on that they caught on some sort of video footage on January 6th and did absolutely nothing. They're really, really busy being the brown shirts of the Democratic Party, being the Gestapo of the Democratic Party, the jackbooted thugs of the Democratic Party. I mean, come on, this has been going on for a while. Remember what they did to Roger Stone, the FBI, showing up at his house with all their gear on? He's like 69 years old. I don't even think he had a passport. He doesn't even know how to swim. They got frogmen in his canal. That's who these guys have been for forever. For Roger Stone, who would have voluntarily turned himself in. And you're like, Tom, you shouldn't attack the rank and file. Absolutely, the rank and file needs to stand up. If you're a rank and file FBI agent, go ahead, send me a message. Get a hold of me somehow and tell me your story. I would love to hear it. Seriously, I would love to hear your story. And you tell me why you can't stand up. You tell me why you can't call a reporter. Secretly, covertly call a reporter. 
and just tell them this is an anonymous source. The FBI is a disaster area because it is. It is simply the enforcement arm. It is the brown shirts of the Democratic Party. They knew who El Isa was. He was tied in to another person that they knew about, and they did nothing. And this is not the first time. This is not the first mass shooter that they already was already on their radar. They already knew all about him. The Marjorie Stoneman Douglas shooting down in Miami. They, I'm not saying the FBI, but every all the, the FBI probably did. But they, I'm not going to claim that they did or didn't. I believe they did, though. I believe they did. I just don't want to say the wrong thing. But he was on the radar of all local law enforcement. And you know what they did? They did nothing. But man, you show if you are anywhere near Washington, D.C. on January 6th and you wear a, a MAGA hat or, you know, you got Lloyd Austin, the defense secretary, and you put a Trump sign on your social media accounts, they're rooting out that extremism. That's the government now. And you need to stand up. Be willing to lose your job. This, listen, here's your steps to take in life. Trust in Jesus. Become born again. Get God on your side. And then stand for truth and righteousness, period. No matter what it costs, you stand for it. That's what you do. God will prosper you. God will provide you the, a way better job with five times or seven times what you're making now. Stand up. Get saved and then stand. Jesse Waters' video, school's new segregation policies. Play it for me. Columbia University is planning to hold six separate graduation ceremonies this spring. A native graduation, an Asian graduation, a Latin graduation, a black graduation, a low-income graduation, and a lavender graduation for the LGBTIAQ plus community. <laughs> the school has one big graduation also that's open for everybody, but I'd never heard of this before. Had you? So Waters World looked into this and discovered college campuses in America have become deeply segregated. Did you know that hundreds of universities hold segregated graduation ceremonies? I didn't. Yale has a black graduation. Georgetown has an Asian graduation. Harvard, Arizona State, Stanford, UCLA, many others. Segregation isn't mandatory, but it's what many minority students want, apparently and it's encouraged by the institutions. Why? The National Association of Scholars has deemed this phenomenon neo-segregation. It began after the Supreme Court's 1954 landmark ruling Brown v. Board of Education, followed by the civil rights movement a decade later, both aiming to achieve racial integration at schools and throughout the country. Initially, Racial integration in higher education didn't go well for a number of reasons that we don't have time for tonight. But the NAS says what ensued helped spark, to some extent, the black nationalist movement, which espoused black separation on campus. School administrators offered major concessions to black separatists, and the result of decades of these concessions is what you're seeing today. Colleges are promoting ethnic enclaves and racial division, and many state schools receive our tax dollars to do it. The National Association of Scholars defines neo-segregation as, quote, the voluntary racial segregation of students aided by college institutions into racially exclusive housing and common spaces, right orientation and commencement ceremonies, student associations, scholarships, and classes. 
Hundreds of schools today offer all-black dorms. Wesleyan University has the Malcolm X House. Black students at Brown University have the Harambee House. I'll tell you when, you can just scoot it. MIT has Chocolate City. The University of Nevada, Las Vegas hosts race-based housing. Schools have segregated dorms for Asians, Latinos, pretty much every group you can think of. At first, I was a little offended that other people wouldn't want to live with segregated if you want it to be. Last year, a black student at the University of Virginia demanded that white students leave the campus diversity center. Frankly, there's just too many white people in here, and this is a space for people of color. So just be really cognizant of the space that you're taking up, because it does make some of us POCs uncomfortable when we see too many white people in here. Frankly, there's the whole university for a lot of y'all to be at, and there's very few spaces for us. In February, a whites-only caucus event was planned to take place at Elon University. It was intended to, quote, give white people a space to learn about and process their awareness of and complicity in unjust systems without harming their friends of color. As progressive as the Everybody to do me a favor, too, while you're watching. Everybody hit like and share right now. Facebook loves to keep me below 300 people. I know that it's, I know there's actually more than what they do. They always shut me down. We've been up to up to a thousand people watching us live. They left us alone. We be having thousands of people watching us, but they ban me all the time. They shadow ban me. They don't allow people to share. They don't allow me to collect friends. They've kept me no I've added in the last 5 6 months, I've added 6 700 friends. And I've not gained any on Facebook. So, and they cut my Twitter in half, all that stuff. Everybody like and share. Let's bust this thing out. A few of you that they don't know about yet, like and share this video. Let's get this out to as many people as they can. People need to hear it. I want to tell you this too, while you're doing that. Tomorrow is church. Find out how far you are. We're not nearly done yet. I've got a lot more to go over here, but um, I just lost all my stuff. Okay, there you go. I just had my video go off. But anyway... 3385 South Access Road, Inglewood, Florida. Google it, map quest it, find out how far you are away. 9 a.m. tomorrow morning, 11.15 a.m. tomorrow. I preach two different sermons uh, during that 9 o'clock one, 11.15 one. You can watch them online also. The sermon will come on at about 50 minutes into the service. So just click on and watch if you're nowhere near us. But if you're anywhere near, don't go back. There's people that are offended and they're, whatever their problems are, or you know, not even necessarily offended, you've just decided to settle. I'm telling you right now, I would drive two hours a Sunday before I would ever go to a COVID caving church. I don't, if the pastor, if your church caved, I don't care if they're reopened. If the pastoral leadership has not come out and said, we were wrong forever closing, you are going to the wrong church. Find out how far I am away. If you want hellfire and brimstone, the promises of God, victory every time. Talking about judgment, talking about heaven, talking about hell. The Bible, Bible thumping. This is the church for you. 3385 South Access Road, Inglewood, Florida. All right, daily caller tweet. There's not a single thing, Biden says, that a thing a man can do, get the xenophobia now, that a woman can't do as well or better 
Not a single thing. How is that not xenophobic to say that women are better than men? How is that? Play the video for me. You know, I've told my daughters, granddaughters, from the time they were old enough to understand what I was saying, and I mean it, there's not a single thing a man can do that a woman can't do as well or better. Not a single thing. I was among the first senators ever to appoint a woman to the Naval Academy. I was just able to, yep. Steel as President of the United States, appoint two women as four-star generals <laughs> who now are combatant. All right, so look at his accomplishments here. He's just appointed two women. No, there's no mention of qualifications, no mention of doing a great job, you know, no mention of earning it or anything else. It's just I just appointed two women. As four-star generals, nothing to do with this makes our military better. How? I have no problem with anybody being promoted, male, female, anything else. I'm just saying, how, I mean, if, that's, if that's the reason why you're doing are you promoting somebody because they're black, because they're white, because they're Hispanic, because they're Asian? I don't care what your motivation is. If you're motivated, unless you're motivated, motivation has to be, this is the best person for the job. If your motivation has anything to do with sexual orientation, transphobic orientation or skin color you're a racist or you're a xenophobic person or you're a homophobic person that's who you are say it out loud would would he would he say something like this there's not a single thing a woman can do that a man can't do as well or better what if he reversed it that i just reversed what he said he would be attacked for that he just said there's nothing a man can do that a woman can't do as well or better really is that, is that factually accurate? But you see, you have to bow to lies. Wherever you see lies, understand that it's the opposite of the almighty God. It's the opposite of Jesus Christ. There's nothing, there's nothing a man can do that a woman can't do as well or better. Really? That's true? What if you reversed it? There's nothing a woman can do that a man can't do as well or better. That's lies. They're just two separate beings. None, a man is not better than a woman. A woman's not better than a man. They're just different. You know, I, I believe that men can lift weights better than women. Joe, I believe they can run faster than them. Joe, so is it really true that there's nothing a man can do that a woman can't do better? Is that really true, Joe? But you see, if you're afraid to speak to this, you're bowing to lies. You're bootlicking the devil because the devil's the father of lies. And his native language is lying. John chapter 8, verses 44 and 45. Joe Biden's a xenophobe. Simple as that. Let's stay on this vein here. Will Witt tweet. Here's Megan Rabineau. Will Witt, let's read what she says first. U.S. soccer's Megan Rabineau at the White House, or Rapino, whatever it is. I've been disrespected, she says. You know, she, she makes, I don't know, somewhere between and $200,000 a year to play soccer. Now, that's got nothing to do with her endorsements. Probably a multimillionaire. I've been disrespected and dismissed because I am a woman. Really, prove that. Prove you've been disrespected and dismissed simply based on your gender. I've been told that I don't deserve any more than less because I am a woman. Who told you that? Despite all the wins, I'm still paid less than men who do the same job that I do. Will Witt writes... That's hard to say fast. Will Wit writes. That's hard. You get paid less because nobody watches. Do we have the video with her? Play it for me. And despite those wins, I've been devalued. I've been disrespected. 
and dismissed because I am a woman. And I've been told that I don't deserve any more hey, than less right there, Tom. because I am a woman. Where is she standing right now? She's been disrespected, dismissed. Now I want you to look at the top left-hand corner. Where is she at right now? She's been disrespected and dismissed. She's standing in the White House. She's in the White House, and she's disrespected and dismissed. Play it for me. You see, despite all the wins, I'm still paid less than men who do the same job that I do. You don't bring in the revenue, numb nuts. For each trophy, of which there are many, and for each win, for each tie, and for each time that we play, it's less. And I know there are millions of people who are marginalized by gender in the world and experience the same thing in their jobs. And I know that there are people who All right, bring it back to me. That's enough. Here's the Federalist article talking about this. Last year, the men's... Now, she remember, she's disrespected and dismissed. And she makes less only because she's a woman, right? It's the only reason why she makes less, right? All right, from the Federalist. Last year, the Men's World Cup in Russia generated more than $6 billion in revenue. The participating teams shared about $400 million. That is less than, less than 7% of overall revenue. Meanwhile, the 2019 Women's World Cup made somewhere in the region of $131 million. Oh, wait, let's look. The men made $6 billion. The women made $131 million. So she simply gets paid less because she's a woman. Ah, really. Doling out about $30 million, well more than 20% of the collected revenue. So the men only get 7% of the revenue that they make, which is a whole lot more. But the women make a whole lot less, but make a lot more of a percentage. More than oh, three, make three times what the men make. In, on a percentage. Sorry, you only made 131 million when the men made six billion, but you got 20% of it and the men only got 7%. So how does that work for you, Megan Rapino? And here's the thing, you better bow to it or you'll be called a xenophobic or a misogynist if you don't capitulate to her lies. She's a purple-haired liar from the pit of hell. 20% collected revenue to the participating team. It seems a pay cap does exist after all. Lastly, men's sports, especially men's team sports, are inherently more entertaining to watch than women's. Fact! Whether it happens to be men's soccer or basketball. Nobody watches the WNBA. Don't you know how the WNBA exists? On the revenue from the NBA. When the NBA sucks too, the WNBA sucks even worse. You got one that's absolutely rab raven uh, what's that? I can't think of the ravenous, it's not the right word, but rabid, rabid, like you have rabies. You have rabid, just liberalism in the NBA led by LeBron James, their queen master. And the NBA's even worse. The WNBA's even worse. Even Serena Williams, tennis star, realizes the fact that men, listen to what she says, men in general, are better athletes and certainly more compelling to watch. Despite having won 23 Grand Slam titles, Williams, in, 2000, in a 2013 appearance on Late Night with David Letterman, said, for me, men's tennis and women's tennis are completely almost two separate sports. If I was to play Andy Murray, a predominant player at the time, I would lose 6-0-6-0 in five to six minutes, maybe 10 minutes. Facts! Daily Caller tweet. 
There we go. Here, listen. Here's some more numbers for you. Remember, they're only they're only getting paid less because they're women. The women's NCAA tournament loses millions of dollars. The men's tournament earns close to one billion. So bring it back to me. So the men's NCAA tournament brings in a billion dollars, and the female tournament loses millions. And Megan Rabino put her stupid picture back up. There you go. Put it up. There you go. And Megan Rabino believes that the only reason why she gets paid less is because she's a woman. She gets paid less because she ma- doesn't make any money. She doesn't generate money. There's nothing to pay her with. Washington Examiner tweets, soccer star Megan Rapino calls bills attempting to ban biological males from women's sports just super harmful. That's how she talks. That's just super harmful. And their condescending liberal tone. That's just super harmful. Really? Really? That's interesting she said that. Bring it back to me. So she says, now she's jumping on the transgender bandwagon. Of course, she's a lesbian. Of course, she's pro-choice. She loves AOC. Mega, mega libtard. Wants to slaughter the unborn with absolutely no hesitation whatsoever. In galactic proportions, got the biggest baby butchering mob that's ever entered the White House right now. So she says, you know, that uh, attempting to ban biological males from women's sports it's just super harmful. My suggestion, first of all, is allow all the biological males to go out for the women's soccer team only, the national team and all professional uh, soccer teams. For it. I don't want any of the ladies to get mad at me out there. Your daughters that are trying to get scholarships and everything to colleges, I'm just talking pr- purely professional soccer. Let them go in and take Megan Rabinow's job first, and I'll bet you she might reverse course on her just super harmful statement. But here's an interesting fact. Ready? Facts right here. Her own soccer team. Megan Rabineau playing. Her own soccer team was defeated by a team of 14-year-old boys. Facts. <laughs> she wa- I mean, that, she's wondering why she doesn't get paid. And she really wants biological men to compete against her. Her team was mopped the floor with, this is absolute fact, please pull it up, by 14. 14- 14-year-old boys, a 14-year-old boy team came in to scrimmage our national soccer team, lady soccer team, and whooped them. Yeah, that's the facts. And by the way, let's just look at that too. So 14-year-old boys whooped our, na- our ladies' national soccer team, and Joe Biden says there's nothing a man can do that a woman can't do but and better. <laughs> Listen, there's things women can do that I can't do. You just, it has nothing to do with better. It has to do with, listen, a woman can be as good a surgeon, as good a president, as good a governor as a man, but not as good a weightlifter, sorry, or an NFL football player. I don't know the ladies. I guess I haven't seen the female invasion into the NFL or NCAA football yet. All right, wouldn't talk or tweet. Why wouldn't they? We have, utter, we have an utterly inept president. Let's, I'll read the bottom first to make sense. The U.S. Navy is worried China will soon invade Taiwan. Uh, yeah, the current U.S. Pacific fleet, fleet commander finds it likely that tensions between ta- Taiwan and China could escalate. Why wouldn't they? We, put it back up, put it back up. We have an utterly inept president and military leadership is preoccupied with transgender issues and rooting out extremism. I want you to keep this slide up. I want you to keep in mind for for the last 60 days, the United States military has been in what's called stand down mode as Lloyd Austin, 
who's a leftist extremist, he is the defense secretary, has been rooting out extremism in his ranks, of which he could never name any sort of event where there has been extremism, yet he's rooting out extremism. The U.S. Navy is worried China will soon invade Taiwan. So, but Joe Biden, don't worry, he just promoted two lady generals. Oh, you know, we're all set. China, you know, we're all good. We're all good. China's about to invade Taiwan, but Joe Biden just promoted two lady generals. Hey, you know, that's great. We have maternity flight suits en route, new hairstyles for women. No problem. We lost every recent war game to China. No problem whatsoever. Don't worry. They only have the largest army and the largest navy and their nuclear power. But don't worry about that. We have maternity flight suits en route, and we just promoted two lady generals. You know what? We're all set. It's all good. Don't worry about it. Here's another one. El Jazeera English tweet. Iran and China, again, don't worry, maternity flight suits en route, signed 25-year cooperation agreement to increase bilateral trade and military cooperation. Again, bring it back to me. Don't worry about that either. You know, we have Iran that Joe Biden just wants to basically go over, spread his butt cheeks and bend over for Iran. He wants to do that to give that, you know, go back into the Iran deal, the nuclear deal, which basically enables them to become nuclear because it was, you know, it was put into place by Barack Hussein Obama and Joe Biden the first time around. You know, right now you have Barack Hussein Obama and Joe Biden Act 2 or Act 3, actually. They put it in with the billions of dollars in cash were brought to the one way, runway in the middle of the night in, in, in Tehran, in Tehran. So, you know, no problem whatsoever. But there, you have Iran and China signing a 25-year cooperation deal for trade and military, which it'll be strictly military as they share nuclear secrets. But don't worry, China's also meeting with Russia. Don't worry about any of that, though, because once again, Joe Biden is rooting out extremism in our military. And we've been shut down for the last 60 days doing absolutely nothing. While China has the largest navy that's ever existed, and their technologic their navy is technologically superior to ours. Facts. That's a fact. They are. That's not my opinion. That is what the military says. Mike Egan tweet. SOF is a special special forces is a meritocracy. In other words, you earn what you get. Anything short undermines the effectiveness. To add insult to injury, the woke Department of Defense is filling these uh, filing these needless was it filling filling this this needless role with this clown whose most relevant experience is with a perpetually unreliable public transit system. So this guy, this guy, he put his pick up. You guys pick ready? Yeah, throw that up there. So this guy right here, his name is Richard. Okay, I need that. Leave the article. Take my face off so I can read the article. There you go. Thanks, Tom. This guy's name is uh, Richard Torres Estrada. He writes, we look forward to his contribution. Well, the U.S. Yeah, put the tweet back up. Sorry to make, uh, this is all my fault. Put the tweet, there you go, thank you. So he said right here, now, USSOCOM is, is what's in charge of our special forces, Delta Force, SEAL Team 6, all that. USSOCOM, I don't know how to say it right, so I don't want to butcher it, welcomes our new Chief of Diversity and Inclusion, Mr. Richard Torres Estrada. We look forward to his contribution in enhancing the capabilities and effectiveness of special forces through diversity of talent, helping us recruit the best of the best, Iran and China just signed a 25-year co- military cooperation. China is meeting and gear- meeting with Russia and gearing up their military. The Navy believes they may soon attack Taiwan, but don't worry. We got Richard Estrada, who's never had anything to do with the military his entire life. All he's ever done was run a, pa- a public transit transit system terribly. So now he's in charge of SEAL Team Six. 
This is the Biden administration personified. This is the epitome of it. Here's a Tucker video on it. Tucker sums it up. It is awesome. Pay attention to this. Play it for me. And here's an amazing story. Yesterday, the Pentagon Special Operations Command made an announcement from its official Twitter account. Special Operations Command is a very significant thing in the U.S. military and in our country. It oversees Delta Force, the SEAL teams, and the rest of our most celebrated, best-trained, most lethal warfighters. So the tweet announced that a man called Richard Torres Estrada is now the, quote, chief of diversity and inclusion of America's special forces. And they included his picture with the announcement. Then at the very top of its website, the Special Operations Command included a link to its extensive, it's quite long, new diversity and inclusion strategic plan. Now, the one thing we know about that plan is that it will result in the dramatic lowering of standards within our elite ranks. It probably already has. So how will that make America safer? Well, the generals never said you couldn't find that on the website. Instead, they told us that, quote, all of us understand that diversity and inclusion are operational imperatives. They didn't say how. They just said they're imperatives. So this is the initiative that Richard Torres Estrada will be running. So the question is, who exactly is Richard Torres Estrada? Well, his Facebook page gives some indication of who he is. On it, you will find an attack on the police as racists. You'll find crude BLM propaganda. You will find a photograph of Donald Trump holding a Bible in front of a church. Next to Trump is a photograph of Adolf Hitler. The point is, they're the same. So this is the guy who now oversees hiring for the Navy SEALs. If you're wondering whether our military leadership has gone woke, you can consider that question settled for good. The Pentagon is now the Yale faculty lounge, but with cruise missiles. And that should concern you. Meanwhile, the rest of the world rolls on and gets more menacing by the day. Tonight, for example, the Suez Canal, one of the busiest shipping lanes in the world, is blocked by a stranded container ship. Was it an accident? Maybe, maybe not. We don't know. What we do know is that the Suez Canal is vital to the world's economy. That's not an overstatement. The Suez Canal is one of only about a dozen strategic choke points that control virtually all global trade. And now it's closed. So this is a challenge to America's critical national interests. How is the Pentagon responding to that? Well, they're occupied with other things right now. For the last month, the entire U.S. military has been operating under a so-called stand-down order. That was issued by the new Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin, the defense contractor now running the military. Lloyd Austin believes the real threat to America is not the Chinese government or paralyzed global trade. The real threat to this country is people who didn't vote for Joe Biden. Watch. And if confirmed, I will fight hard to stamp out sexual assault and to rid our ranks of racists and extremists. The job of the Department of Defense is to keep America safe from our enemies. But we can't do that if some of those enemies lie within our own ranks. So Republicans voted to confirm him. He is himself an extremist. And they have said virtually nothing about Lloyd Austin since because they're paralyzed. They're paralyzed because Lloyd Austin has no problem calling his opponents racist immediately. Yeah, you bring back to me. Ranks of race. So the, the DOD, Department of Defense, has what they call a diversity and inclusion strategic plan that Richard Torres Estrada will be bringing forward as he leads our SEAL team, Delta Force, SOCOM forces. That's what we have going. Lloyd Austin, you wonder why Tucker called him a defense contractor. The reason why he called him that is because Lloyd Austin, 
the de- the defense secretary has already ste- has already steered a two hundred eighty five million dollar contract to the company that he has one million dollars of stock in himself. That's why. If you don't think that's how this country is run, it is. And if you don't think it's the church's, it's not the church's job to point out corruption, you've never read the Bible at all. You are to speak to evil. That's evil. You hire Lloyd Austin to be your defense secretary. Everybody's scared to death to say anything to him because he's black. You need to just, it doesn't matter what a skin, anybody's skin tone is. You don't close down the military for a diversity, inclusion, and strategic plan. Suez Canal's blocked. Chinese military's through the roof. Largest Navy, largest Army. Most technologically savvy Navy that's ever existed is China, not ours. We're losing every war game to China that has anything to do with Taiwan. The United States military believes that an attack on Taiwan is even possibly imminent. But we're on a stand down for the last 60 days. Tucker said 30. It was actually 60. 60 day stand down while we root out. This guy says right there in his confirmation hearing, Lloyd Austin, that he's going to root out sexual assault. Well, when you're dealing with millions of people, there will be an occasional sexual assault. Didn't know there was just rampant sexual assaults and racism inside the military. That that's our number. That's our number one problem. Not not the CCP. What I mean, what a bunch of galactic fools! How could how could please send me send me a message? How could you ever vote for these idiots? Truly amazing. Jack Posobiec tweet. Just so everybody knows where we stand, the real government knew Facebook and Amazon are now Washington's biggest lobbyists. And I want everybody to know, too, right when I asked everybody to like and share, like and share, we went down 50 viewers. That's not, that didn't just happen. That's Facebook. It's the totalitarian tyrants that they are doing what they do to limit free speech. And it's against the law that they're doing it. And in time, they will pay. Facebook and Amazon are now Washington's biggest lobbyists, bigger than telecoms and the defense industry. Big tech led the pack in corporate lobbying spending in 2020. Look at it. Facebook, I well, I cut off where Facebook's at and Amazon. You can see they dwarfed Comcast to 14.4 million. Lockheed Martin, nobody's even close to Facebook and Amazon. Just so you know who's running the government. All right, just go right to the next one, Tom. Thomas Massey tweet. Democrats. No citizen needs a scary black rifle for protection. Also, Democrats, let's surround ourselves at the Capitol by thousands of scary black rifles. There you go. John Cordillo, let's throw this one in. You got to see these pictures. Super creepy and no, super freeing. Men's skirts emerge as pandemic fashion trend. Yeah, put it on there. There you go. How would you like your son to look like that? Woo, no thank you. Absolutely no thank you. Listen, I love you guys. Thank you for the 251 people that allegedly are on Facebook right now. I know it's a lot more than that. I love each and every one of you. Don't forget about church tomorrow, 3385 South Access Road. Come, drive, be here tomorrow, 9 a.m., 11, 15 a.m., or watch me online. We have never closed. We never will. We've never mitigated. We've never social distanced. We never quarantined. Nothing. We stand in the word of God, and the word of God says this, Matthew chapter 16, verse 19. Jesus says, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom 
kingdom of heaven, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 says, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Jesus said, it's actually him quoting Isaiah, Matthew chapter 8, verse 17, says that he took up our infirmities and carried our diseases. There is nothing for us to fear. He called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure diseases, and he sent them to preach the kingdom of heaven and to heal the sick. Luke chapter 9, verses 1 and 2, we have no fear of any virus here. The word of God is above it. We are beyond it. We curse it. It cannot, no plague will draw near our dwelling, period. God wants you to win every time. God wants you to be well every time. God wants you to be protected. He wants you to be warned about hellfire and brimstone, which I will. He wants you to look forward to heaven, which I will tell you. He wants to warn you about judgment, which I will. And he wants you to hear the word of God because Jesus Christ is the word of God. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. John chapter 1, verse 1, 1 John chapter 5, verse 7. There are three that bear witness in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit, and these three are one. If you want to hear the word tomorrow, 3385 South Access Road, Inglewood, Florida. If you're in the Tampa Bay area, go to the River Church at 9.30 a.m. Pastor Rodney Howard Brown, the only national figure who stood up to COVID totalitarianism. And and uh, don't forget, I forgot the name of the town. And t- wait, I got it on my phone. Got it on my phone. Hold on a sec. Come on. There we go. Rollette, Texas. Rollette, Texas is where Jonathan Shuttlesworth is preaching tomorrow. If you're anywhere in Texas, get there. I know Texas is like a country in and of itself, but get there. America's evangelist, Jonathan Shuttlesworth, America's pastor, Rodney Howard Brown, stood up the whole time to COVID. Those are the men and the women that you need to listen to preach, the ones that stood. And the what, listen, everybody's, nobody's beyond redemption. If a pastor wants to turn from his ways, turn from his evil ways and, and say, you know what? I never should have closed. I never should have locked down. I never should have co- collaborated and cooperated with Anthony Fauci. Great. Redemption is yours. But the ones that are pretending like it never happened or still think they're right with their COVID mitigations, get the heck out of Dodge in Jesus name. Be here with me tomorrow. I love each and every one of you. I really do hold to the truth and stand firm. Love you all. God bless you. 